welcome to the show. I appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to Vote Your Conscience with Kevin Stola. Today, I apologize if my voice is an issue. I've been sick for a few days and still uh, feeling a sore throat here in a cough, so I will uh, make sure to edit out any uh, bad coughing attacks for you guys, but um, just know that's why I'm sounding a little bit different today, probably, and if it's too much for you, just tune into the next episode. There will be another one coming out next week. On this episode... We're going to go over what voting your conscience really means to me. Because, you know, on the first episode, I went over voting your conscience at the polls by just choosing the candidates that you want. And we'll cover a little bit of that today as well. But I want to cover how, how else you can use, you know, the idea of voting your conscience. So voting your conscience to me is really a kind of euphemism for courage and responsibility. So you can use that by uh, voting your conscience with your dollars, meaning using your purchasing power. And you can also use use that as voting your conscience in your own life, in your own decision making. So to me, you know, voting your conscience in your own life is um, choosing the decisions that you would like to make in the future as well. So, you know, every decision that you make towards something that you actually want is basically a vote towards that decision. We're going to go over, you know, those few topics and they all kind of overlap. So they won't really be in any particular order. Um, But the main idea of voting your conscience to me and overall is for us to take responsibility and really change the power structure um, because if we take the responsibility, we can take it away from those in power of the government and the corporations. So to just dive into the topics um, that we're going to discuss, we all can understand how voting your conscience at the polls would make sense and how that would work. So, you know, we all have one vote. We all cast our votes. Whoever gets the most votes wins for the most part. Of course, we have the electoral college system in place, and it comes down to a lot of different districts and states and everything, and a presidential one, and it's all different in the states as well. But we can understand how easy, um, at least simple, that concept is of just picking someone you like, casting your vote, and that's the end of it. So, like we talked about on the first episode, I mean, it can still take courage to vote for who you would actually want when so many people are going to tell you who they think you should vote for and why. So if you want to vote for a third party uh, like I have in the past, I've had many people tell me that I shouldn't do that. I'm just throwing away my vote and um, to just pick the lesser of two evils. I won't do that. I have never voted that way. It doesn't make any sense to me to give up my actual freedom of voting, one of the only powers that is assigned to me in our uh, governmental structure system. So I will obviously not do that, but many people do. And what I'm advocating for is that people actually have courage and vote for who they want and This will lead to 
hopefully better results. But even if it doesn't lead to better results, you can know that you voted for someone that you actually believe in. And I believe that that's important. Now, so since we all can understand that one pretty simply, uh, I wanted to talk about voting your conscience using your dollar. So unlike elections um, for, you know, government positions, when you take your dollars into a store and you purchase a product, I mean, every dollar you use is casting a vote. I'm sure many of you uh, have heard that phrase before, you know, vote with your dollars. But I don't think most people actually understand the impact that it, it does have. So I own a business myself and I am still an owner operator at this point. So I really understand if my customers don't give me money, I mean, we, we go out of business very rapidly. Um, these larger corporations, they do have a lot of stockpiles of money, some of them, but we can use that same idea and same concept to gain control over certain corporations as well. So, you know, I would advocate for voting your conscience using your dollars as well. If you don't like a company, please don't go spend your dollars at that company. Now, I understand that this is a difficult task and that's why I'm using voting your conscience as a euphemism for courage and responsibility as well. To actually use your dollars at the, you know, companies that you would like to have your money, it does take more effort. But um I do spend a lot of my money this way, me and my life partner. We both seek out companies that we would really like to work with, have products from, um, have views that we agree with. And it's not just like, I don't think that we should really have political views as corporations, but it's as simple as even stuff for me, like environmental factors um, and who they might donate to or whatever, but not political parties, I mean more of nonprofits. So, you know, we will choose to purchase our food that way because, so we purchase mostly organic food because we would like to see more organic food on the shelves. Um, we try to purchase from local businesses. We have a local business, so of course we would like to purchase from local businesses because you know, when you purchase from Amazon, which we do plenty of as well, it's an extremely convenient company, you're really voting for any company or organization that you're giving money to have more power in the future. So you're voting for them to exist tomorrow. If you do not like a company and you wouldn't want them to exist today, then don't give your money to them. Now, you single-handedly are not going to crush some monolithic corporation, of course. But if we can start getting this down as a concept, I mean, boycotts aren't going to work anymore. There's, there's too many different sides of everything. So to boycott some of these giant corporations is almost impossible because they've became um, 
massive conglomerates, multinational conglomerates. But we can start taking away some of their power just by purchasing the products that we want. So the products that you know we'll actually use, but that also follow our moral requirements. So if you want to see products that are better for the environment, you know, we need to start purchasing them. So like I said, uh, myself and my life partner, we already do this with a lot of our products and it is almost impossible to replace all of them, of course, and um, become completely, you know, environmentally friendly, but you can replace out a lot of these products. So we can take their power away through um, using our purchases like that. You know, if you want to see more trees planted or more plastic taken out of the ocean, well, there's a lot of companies that donate, um, you know, a percentage of their profit or a percentage of uh, each purchase to cleaning plastic out of the ocean or planting trees. Um, so, you know, that's a simple way to start moving your dollars into what you want. Um, I understand a lot of these corporations have started uh, pushing towards some of those programs, which I believe is a good thing. But even if you want to take some of the power away from these companies, their only power is the purchases that we make. So any of these companies, you know, people think that they're evil. Um, and I believe that some of them do have nefarious intentions and will put profit basically over anything, but they can't make any profit off of the nefarious activities if you don't allow them to. So if we don't purchase their products, they won't have any money coming in to um, grow their business, grow their brand, keep promoting, advertising, paying their employees. I mean, it sounds simple in practice. I understand that this is a huge task. And that's why I keep coming back to the importance of people becoming um, responsible with their dollars. So when we're broke, it's very difficult to use our money to purchase the things that we want. So if you want to buy organic produce, it is a little bit more expensive than regular conventional, what they call it, produce. Uh, to me, it's very worth it. But that that comes back to taking responsibility for, you know, taking care of our own money and what we do with it. So if organic food is important to you, then maybe something else isn't um, that needed needs to be, you know, removed or switched out for. So this isn't a money show, but this is uh, something that, you know, people struggle with because they tell me they can't buy organic food, but they have a 70-inch TV or, you know, the newest Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. And uh, to me, the organic food is more important. And not only is the organic food more important for me to consume, I believe it's more important for us to promote the farms um, to produce more organic food based on our purchases. So these companies, any of these big companies, any company, 
they can only sell you what you buy. So aside from corporations that have direct government contracts and that's what they survive off of, every other business needs your money. They have to have you purchase their product. So if you want these corporations that are lobbying the government to do what they want for them, to have less power, then we need to purchase the products that we actually want, even if that comes with sacrificing a little bit in some other place because the better product or the better for the environment product or the better for yourself product is a little bit more expensive. I really do hope that this, you know, voting your conscience with your dollars, you know, voting with your dollars actually uh, becomes a more mainstream idea and people really start doing this because we would start to see some power shift uh, pretty quickly and the corporations will follow wherever the money goes. But even if you're unhappy with the corporation currently and then they switch their practices or their principles or the products that they're offering to match the market, you know, we're changing the world for the better at that point still, because now they're offering products that are either, you know, there's all sorts of problems with products, so they could be bad for the environment. They could be, you know, using basically slave labor or sweatshops overseas um, in other countries. They could be bad for our health. They could be lobbying the government for them to get, uh, you know, more benefits than the American people. But if you're against these different practices, then you start supporting the companies that don't do the things you don't like. Um, and it is difficult to do. So this is a long process that I've had to make in my own life where, you know, looking at every single product and what what each company is doing. So it takes a long time, but when you find a company to replace one of your, you know, normal products with, um, for example, like a toothpaste or something that you don't agree with what that company does, and you find another one to replace it with, you don't have to do that again at least not for a while. So we're going to always want to keep continuously looking into the same companies. You know, you don't want to get complacent on it because you never know what another company might do in the future or who might buy out a certain company. But that's why paying attention is important. So when we try to leave it to the government to take care of all of these things for us, doing the environmental protection and the consumer protection um, and the protection of our food to make sure we're eating healthy. I mean, they've, they've failed in these areas horribly for, for decades at this point. Uh, they haven't been able to keep the water clean. They haven't been able to keep your food healthy. They haven't been able to stop any of these huge corporations from using slave labor, horrible practices. Um, you know, even in this country, having, you know, bad conditions for, for a lot of different employees. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that, that I mean by having responsibility. Um, we, we can't count on the government to do this. I know that there's a huge push 
to have more regulation um, from from our government on corporations and practices and everything. But they've never been able to do this in the past. And since I believe there's so much corruption in the government already, I don't see that changing unless we change the politicians who pick the people to run these different regulatory agencies. Or we can do it at the source, watch what we're purchasing, and stop voting for these companies to have power in the future. So every time, you know, I'll just use Amazon for an example. Um, I use Amazon personally. I don't think that they're some evil corporation. Uh, I do believe they probably have, you know, too much power, depending on what that means. But they do provide a wonderful service that I appreciate getting packages very quickly. And they have a wide variety of um, different products that I can purchase from them. Don't have to go searching everywhere. So I still do use Amazon frequently for uh, certain purchases. But I do hear a lot of people talk about Amazon in a hugely negative way. And then when I ask them if they use Amazon, they tell me, of course they use Amazon. Basically just because it's so convenient. Um, to me, that just shows that, you know, we have too much complacency and lack of responsibility um, in our lives for what's actually happening. So if you believe what Amazon is doing, you know, it's horrible. If you think their working conditions are bad, if you think uh, them lobbying the government, you know, is a negative thing or whatever it is that you don't like about them, then stop using Amazon. Just don't even go to that website. Take the, you know, delete the app. Don't use their, their music. Don't use their TV shows. There's other ways to get, you know, TV shows and, movies and whatever. There are places to get all of these products at a different company. So you do not need to use Amazon. Is it difficult to switch and find every single product on different platforms? Um, it's semi-difficult, but it's not that difficult. There are many other places that you could use. There's all sorts of different um you know, shopping clubs and stuff like Costco or Sam's Club and big big box stores like Walmart or something. If you hate all of them, then, you know, any big box store or something, then yes, it'll be a lot more difficult to find these products. But uh, these days, most manufacturers, they're selling direct online as well. So you can find most of these products for a similar price point as Amazon or Walmart or any of those companies anyway. My main point is just, you know, it baffles me when people hate something so much, but then they will still keep giving their money to them. So just like sticking with the Amazon example, Jeff Bezos, you know, he was, he is the owner of Amazon or he at least controls most of the shares or whatever. And he now stepped down as CEO, but if you hate Jeff Bezos or you don't like his ideas, you don't like him, you don't like the idea that he has billions of dollars, you can stop giving him money. Okay, so, you know, if you hate him that much, why are you funding him? You know, you're funding his lifestyle, you're funding everything that he gets to do, 
um, funding him through Amazon to use that money. If you don't like that, he has, um, you know, Blue Origin, uh, the company that he's using to go into space, then stop giving money to Amazon. I know that you're not going up in a rocket probably, so you probably don't have anything to do with the Blue Origin um, you know, company at this point, but you can stop giving the man personally, um, you know, your hard earned dollars every day. So if people acted this way, we could have a really huge impact. I mean, if people just took the responsibility to shop for what they wanted, just because Amazon's so easy, if you think it's evil, stop doing it. So that's also why I say the courage too. Because it's courageous to actually admit that you have been purchasing, um, you know, items from a company that you do think is nefarious from a person, you know, and you're benefiting a person that you do think is nefarious. I don't personally have those beliefs about Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Um, I do think that people having that much money is kind of an issue. But I'm not the same way as a lot of people that are extremely upset that billionaires exist. But if you don't support them, you know, it does take courage to go, I'm not going to support them anymore. I know that my actions in the past have been supporting someone or an entity that I don't like, and I'm not going to do that anymore. I know it takes courage to change your life, even if it's a small change like purchasing different items, but if you actually care like you say you do, or like so many people, you know, uh, out there actually say that they care that much, then, then you have to do it, otherwise you don't actually care. I mean, just think about that. If you say that you actually care about you know, Jeff Bezos and what he's done or Amazon and what he's done, but you're purchasing products off of Amazon on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or even a possibly a daily basis, you are literally funding the thing that you hate. There are so many examples of this, but you can't actually care. You can't just say that you care because that's too easy. So that's taking zero responsibility. It takes no courage to say, oh, Jeff Bezos has too much money. Jeff Bezos is flying into space. Billionaires shouldn't have that kind of power. You know, it takes no courage. It takes no responsibility. It takes almost no effort on your part just speaking a few words. Now, if you're doing that on a platform and you had a big platform, it might take a small amount of courage to say those kinds of things. A lot of people are going to agree with you already. So, you know, it's going to take courage to speak out on anything like that, um, of course. But if you're going around in your own life, you know, and you're complaining with your friends about how, you know, Jeff Bezos, whatever I said about um, if you had an issue with him, and then you're going and purchasing the products off of his company, you really don't care. I mean, you're claiming that you care and it might make you feel better that you're a good person because you care. But if you take that next step and you actually prove to yourself that you care, you will feel so much better about it as well. And you will be having a real impact 
Now, I get that you aren't going to single-handedly take Amazon down or any of these big companies, but you do have a lot bigger impact than you think you do. So if you're spending a few thousand dollars a year on Amazon, I mean, you're paying someone's, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month salary to work at Amazon. Um, so the more people that do something like that, you know, that will restrict what Amazon can do in the future. Everyone just throwing money at them constantly, that's going to allow them to keep expanding and growing. Um, like I said, I mean, I don't specifically have a problem with Amazon. I'm just using this as an example because it's it's one that I hear about a lot. And they have made it so convenient to purchase products and deliver them so quickly. I mean, they're so good at what they do that people that literally hate the, the owner, um, the creator of Amazon and the company itself will literally spend thousands of dollars there a year. So they keep allowing Amazon to grow and we can easily switch that trend. So, you know, my, my entire point here is really just for people to take responsibility. And when you're thinking about making a purchase, I mean, think about it as a vote and think about how you feel about what you're purchasing. So that's just my opinion, but you know, there's all these people out there, activists and, um, you know, people fighting for all these things and screaming for the government to deal with all of these different issues when, you know, saying the, the corporations are lobbying the government and the corporations are doing all of this, you know, and they have all this money and power. Well, I mean, we really have the power to not fund them. So if we start choosing the companies that we would like to see win, we can have better companies competing with them. Even if you think your impact's small, like I said, you know, a few thousand dollars, when you give that to these other companies, though, these smaller ones, you're allowing them to grow. So if, if you believe in the mom and pop shop, you know, down the street and you see the owners and they're nice people, wouldn't you prefer for them to have money and their their company to expand and grow if they have happy employees there? You know, it would be a lot nicer if their shop grew rather than Amazon or Walmart or wherever else you're going to spend the money. Now, I get that those places are going to be a little bit more expensive, but you're directly impacting your community as well. And you're also impacting your own view of yourself because you're sacrificing those extra dollars which mostly equates to extra work that you have done and you're telling yourself that you actually stand true to your values and that you're going to help your local community you're going to help a business that you actually like by purchasing your products there even if it's a couple more dollars so you know, I do this on a regular regular basis, and every time I spend money at a local shop, I feel good about it. When I spend money at Amazon, like I said, I don't really care. You know, I don't think they're an evil company. I think they have just grown extremely large, but I still, I don't feel good when I purchase something at Amazon. That money just goes into some giant conglomerate. But 
when I purchase from someone down the street, you know, any small store, I actually feel good. And even if the owner isn't the person that's there that I'm purchasing it from, I know that the employees that are there being paid, you know, they live in the community and they're going to spend their dollars in my community as well. So, and the owner most likely lives either in the area or at least in your state if you're shopping in a local shop. So we're running out of time here for this episode. Um, I didn't get into, you know, voting your conscience in your own life as much and in your own actions. Um, you can infer a little bit about um, what that would look like, but uh, we will discuss that in the next episode then. And uh, one thing before we go here, what I wanted to mention was there is a book called The Politics of Obedience, uh, the, Dis the Discourse of Voluntary Servitude. So this is an old book, and it is basically about um, the power that the masses have over leaders. So it's all about the power that the average people have over any leader throughout history. We always are allowing our leaders to be in those positions of power. If every single person in any country, in any company, in any town ever were to rise up against the leadership, they would be removed and uh, removed from power immediately because without the support of people, there is no power. So one person doesn't have any power over all of the people. We always have to give it to them, whether or not we're giving them the power out of love, respect, or, you know, fear. But we are always voluntarily giving them the power. And <clears throat> today it's a little, so today it's a little harder to see that. Because through corporations, you know, they get they get money very indirectly when they're so huge. They have vast, um, you know, product catalogs and a lot of them even in multiple industries. So they're harder to identify. And that's why I believe that we need to be more vigilant. So we'll definitely go into that. And that's that's what's going to be the next topic, really, with um you know, voting your conscience in your own life and becoming more vigilant about the things that we care about. Um, and that's especially uh, people from my generation. Like I said, you know, I'm 32 years old. So uh, people my age really starting to take more responsibility for what's going on in the world. Um, so like I said, the book is called The Politics of Obedience, The Discourse of Voluntary Servitude. Uh, it's an old book. You know, it's about 500 years old. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name, but I believe it's a French guy. It's been translated into many different languages. Um, if you if you Google it, you can find it on Amazon or you can find it in uh, some bookstores near you probably too. So, um, yeah, check that book out. It's a really short read, and it, it has a lot of really good ideas about um, – you know, this similar concept of what I'm what I'm discussing, which would be us having the power over the people who seem to be in control, which is really what this whole episode is about. 
is shifting the power away from who we claim are the powerful right now and back into the hands of the common people. So, you know, we really do have all the power. It's just we have to take it. And it takes a lot more effort to take that power back than what people are willing to put forth today. And when people seem so demoralized, you know, or are so demoralized, it's very difficult for us to take the power back in our own lives and in our community. So that adds up to the country and the world as a whole. Now, that's all the time I have for today. If you want to find us on social media, our uh, Instagram is underscore vote underscore your underscore conscience underscore. Or you can look in the show notes and there will be a link to our Instagram there. Um, Please leave us comments or you can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. I look forward to speaking with any of you in the comments and uh, look forward to making the next episode. Thanks for listening and remember to always vote your conscience.